I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Another week. It's November. It's time for Overpromised with your buds, Kavino and Rich. A November to remember. It's the first of the month. Welcome to the show. Kavino and Rich Overpromised, like he said, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hey. Hope everybody had a happy and safe Halloween. I believe that's over already. November. Don't forget to pay your bills. Pay your bills. All right. Well, hey, we're going to get to a lot today. I got, listen, baseball last minute pick is tonight. Game 5 of the World Series, and an NBA pick, courtesy of DraftKings. So we'll get to that. Plus, when it comes to kids' sports, think back to your Little League days. When do you start caring about keeping score, winning, losing, all that type of stuff? I'm sorry, I'm still thinking. I had 27 Little League home runs. So. Did, You're superstar. 24, 25. Get, continue. Still thinking. Ah, the glory days. Yeah, we're going to get into that. But Halloween was yesterday. Trick or treat. Smell my feet. Had a great time. Absolutely. Kids had fun. It's nice seeing the kids out living their life. There we are at Fox Sports doing our thing. I was a Ghostbuster, a Vato Ghostbuster. Rich was super Rich Davis, was Super a, Mario. I was a lazy Super Mario. I finally got to shave the mustache. I feel naked today, but lazy why? Because you had sweatpants on. I have sweatpants <laughs> on, and uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. Halloween is fun. That's the point, right? So it was nice to see some of our sports heroes. Getting dressed up. There's some some great costumes in the world of sports. Well, yeah, you know my theory, though, on Halloween. I said it yesterday on Fox Sports Radio. If you reject Halloween as a grown man, yeah. it's because you never got booty in your life. Because you go through a stage in your 20s, 30s, if you're single, that's the day. It's like the most scandalous, let's be honest, like promiscuous day of the year where everyone's open for anything. You're getting some action. Inhibitions are down. You're having fun. You're right. If you don't like it, there's some resentment there. So maybe you didn't have a good experience with Halloween. It kind of goes back to Little League. You know, we're talking about it later. Yep. If you hated Little League, I assume you sucked at Little it's League. true. You, you have some sort of weird resentment as a result. But again, some really good costumes in the sports world. Well, th there's one costume. It wasn't an athlete. This is some dude 
and you know, I played investigator and I saw the New York City subway behind them. Yeah. There's a kid that's sort of, uh, quote, one Halloween in the sports world. Did you see the dude dressed as Randy Johnson? And his girlfriend was a bloody dead bird. That is just great. You're the dummy at first. You're like, what's her costume? I don't know. The bird, you idiot. <laughs> I was like, who is this? A doofus baseball? Oh, Randy Johnson. I get uh, it. Oh, uh, you know what? And he wore the full uniform. So A plus, like you said, Rich, a lot of people said that, hey, no need for contest. They already won. And that's the first time. It's been years since that happened. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen it as a costume. And you know what? 20 years later. Yeah. Diamondbacks are back in the World Series. Yeah, way to go. Relevant again. I like it. I like it. Uh, Another costume we all saw. Now, this has been recycled. Yes. But I can't get enough of Mike Tyson as a bumblebee. It went viral again for whatever reason, but this is courtesy of 2022, I believe. And it was what? On Fallon or Kimmel? It was on Kimmel's spot. Hey, I'm a bumblebee. Hey, it's Mike Tyson. Trick or treat. Happy Halloween. And he's dancing. But yeah, it went viral. <laughs> so we're putting it on the list. I did not love that. And how about Wembenyama? Wemby as Slender Man, which, by the way, was scary because he's so I, big and slender. The pictures they've been showing of him trying to block shots or, you know, a mid-range jumper. He's making guys like Kevin Durant look little. He's a beast, and uh, Slender Man, the viral sensation. I mean, that picture is just insane. Look at that. If you saw that, you'd freak out for sure. So very scary on this Halloween. Great job, Wembenyama. Again, great job on just bringing the fun. What size length of pants do you think he wears? What You got like a 32, 32. What do you think he has, like 62? It's like 62 inseam. <laughs> what I the think, hell is that guy I would wear? imagine. Uh, there's another one I wanted to point out, and this was Miles Garrett. Yeah, this went viral. Yeah. yeah, people were loving this. Now, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, back the. I think we're bigger fans than Millie Bobby Brown because word on the streets is she's done with it. She doesn't even want to talk about it. She wants to get out of that and move on. But Vecna, a very famous character from Stranger Things and Miles Garrett doing his thing. I mean, that's elaborate. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's how you know you're established. He's not worried about booty because if you're <laughs> if you're a regular guy wearing yeah. that, chances are you're not getting any action that night. No woman's looking at you saying, ooh, yeah, that guy. But he's there to scare some people and have some fun. Props to him there. Well, LeBron James, he broke out the Beetlejuice. LeBron James went out as beat. Oh, look wait, at that. There it is. Oh, when you said that, I thought you meant the other Beetlejuice. Oh, from the Howard Stern show? Yeah, not that guy. Oh, me? I'm just hanging around. <laughs> not that Beetlejuice, the other Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. LeBron. You know what? That's really great. Yeah. And it's nice to see LeBron having fun. I love his fun antics, his taco dudes. I love when LeBron's having fun because so many times he's got that game face on, so it's nice to see him having a good time. And that's a great Beetlejuice. Taco and it's coming Tuesday. back. And I like what, I, what I loved was... We're sitting in the Fox Sports Radio studio. Yeah. And they got all the sports TVs on. I'm like, yo, Camino, look at that. We all admired. Was it James Jones? James Jones oh. as Randy Watson. He let that soul glow. He brought the soul glow, the sexual chocolate, and again, brought the fun sexual on FS1 with the speak. And Joy Taylor was Joker, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Again, bringing the fun. Into the sports world. Look, sports, a lot of people take it serious. I get it. 
Why so serious? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is sports. It's fun. So bring the fun. Joy did a great job. She's a hot joker. She was looking no. fine. No joke in there. But um, again, uh, speaking of honorable mentions, and I love the Randy Watson too. Uh, I want to give props to the guy with 13 nicknames, a guy we work with on Fox Sports Radio, uh, VJ Vernon, Big Vanilla, Big Vanilla Funny, Big Vanilla Poppy Husky. I think it takes half his show to give all his names, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I got them all too. He went as Fred Flintstone, but what I found amazing about it, being a Yankees fan myself, I didn't know Fred was a Yankees fan. Oh, I didn't know he wore Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I, see, I, you were looking head. I was, I was like, well, yo, I mean, yo, I didn't know. I didn't when know you're still wore Tim's when he was uh, getting to, uh, you know, yeah, when Mr. you're Slate's when house. you're driving the car, your feet get a little, you know, worn out. You got to put some Tim's on. So props to VJ bringing the fun, the Fox Sports, and being the big vanilla funny that he is. Oh, there's one last honorable one last mention. Okay. Uh, it's our friend from the Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, Jason Stewart went as a grumpy fifty year old. Oh, there he is. A grumpy 50-year-old guy who refuses to participate <laughs> yes. on Halloween. Love you, Jay Stu. And by the way, nailed it. Way to go, man. Jay Stu, we love Jay Stu. All right, you know what it's time for? It's time to get to our picks. Now, we do football picks on our Friday over Promised. Right. Figured I'd mix it up today. I know it's last minute because the World Series starts within an hour. Pause. Great reminder. Pause. Not only are we doing this on Wednesdays, our bonus pod, but Fridays as well. So please follow Fox Sports Radio's YouTube page and follow wherever you stream your podcast. Now, I know it's game five tonight, and it looks like the Rangers could wrap it up. Momentum's in their favorites, 3-1. Rangers but, were clobbering them but yesterday. Gallons pitching. It's in Arizona. Subconsciously, I just also feel subconsciously... You want to win at home. I'm not saying the Rangers don't want to wrap it up tonight. I'm not saying that at all, but I sort of like the Diamondbacks snagging one at home and taking it back to Texas, where the Rangers will probably wrap it up in six or seven. So tonight, I like the Diamondbacks money line just to win the game. Money line minus 110. It's pretty much even money. So Diamondbacks force a game six, and a lot of runs got put up yesterday. A lot of times when that happens, the next game, Oddly, is low scoring. So I like under eight and a half runs total for the game. I could see this being a 4-2 game, 5-1, 3-2. I like the under eight and a half runs. So we're going to go from 11-7 yesterday, Rangers, to like 3-2 Well, doesn't that always happen? Like, yeah, no, you're right. I, mean, I know it's different, but you ever see your team in a doubleheader and they put up like a 12 spot, the next game they get blanked? Yeah. It's odd. Day-to-day -day is different. It's all about pitching. And I love Gallon, to disagree with this guy, but uh, I don't know, but I believe him. No, I don't know why, but I do. The under... And the Diamondbacks to keep it a series, even though it's the lowest rated series. I think we all want to see a game six at least, right? Take it back to Texas. Well, up until yesterday, it was competitive, right? So, yeah, I agree. If we want to continue having a good series, even though a lot of people haven't been watching it ratings wise, up until yesterday it was competitive and fun. So it'd be nice to see the Diamondbacks come back today. Again, I don't have any horse in the race. And I would like to see it go back to Texas. Like you said, I think that's going to happen. I actually agree with Rich. Now, Here's the thing. NBA is tricky to bet on for two reasons. Load management. You never know what's happening. You don't know, like, who's going to be playing. And also, it's so early in the season, as we've talked about on Fox Sports Radio, we'd sort of like the NBA to go back to that strike year where they all started on Christmas Day. But we're here. So why not throw an NBA teaser in the mix? In the mix. You got a battle of L.A. tonight. 
Now, teasers in the NBA work with four points. You know, in the NFL, it's usually six. Mm -hmm. or You know, you could do six more. Four. So you go Lakers, who are four-and-a-half-point favorites tonight against the Clippers in L.A. Obviously, they play at the same place. So if you want to go down to Staples Center, I still call it Staples Center. Lakers just need to win the game. You take it from Lakers minus four-and-a-half to just winning the game. It's still up in the air whether or not Harden will be there. What's going to happen? I'm sure we'll find out. But... I like the Lakers just winning this game. I think Harden's still teaching that master class on how to get what you want. At any time. I hear he's going to be a consultant now. And again, oh. making moves and making them work for you. It's, it's almost, amazing. You know what it's almost what like? he's been able to pull I, off. I'm not trying to, you know, not to sound uh, chauvinistic, but it's like that hot girl. But you're that, good at it. That just gets everything she wants because she has a good ass. Right? Like James yeah. Harden, he's got the talent enough. To, he really is going to do and a man, master he class. He must work out. Yeah, he must have a nice ass because whatever the guy wants, he gets. It's like the hot girl. Oh, wow. Oh, it's surprising. Like the song. Whatever Harden wants. Do, do, do. So Harden gets. I mean, I think it'll be fun to see him with the Clippers. I think it mixes it up, makes the NBA a little more fun out here in Los Angeles. But I do like the Lakers to win tonight. Plus, the Clippers played yesterday. The Lakers were off. So Clippers coming off of no rest. So I like the Lakers just to win the game. And let's go up the coast to the Bay Area. Golden State is playing Sacramento. Two really good teams. Golden State's favored by seven at home. Take that down to three. I like Golden State minus three. So let's go. Golden State Warriors, minus three. Lakers, minus a half a point. So you just need the Lakers to win and Golden State minus three. That's a two-team, four-point NBA teaser, courtesy of our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. I like it. And right now, uh, speaking of DraftKings, we're finding out who are the pretenders, who are the real contenders. We're more than halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumped about unbeatable offers every single game. So new customers right now can bet just five bucks on anything to get $200 in instant bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. So all customers can take advantage of a sweet offer every game day. So get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So download the app now. Use code OVERPROMISE. OVERPROMISE. And new customers can bet just $5 yep. on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code OVERPROMISE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles and Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that skip who do you think it's your buddy hi everyone i'm paul anka and i'm skip bronson and what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including 
sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Overpromise, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hope you had a happy Halloween. We're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. on the west side. And of course, we do this bonus podcast because this guy yaps a lot. We can never fit it all in. You so, said it. Yeah, a bonus show, not only today, Wednesday, but also on Friday. You know, and I Rich, know you are not the gambling man. No. I am. No, but I love watching you. But what I, what I like to do, yeah. believe it or not, I like to see your instincts when I give you the bets. Because sometimes, let's be honest, you'll ignore me. Yeah. And then other times your eyes light up like, oh, oh, and I feel like you lit up when I said under eight and a half runs. Oh. I feel like you like under eight and a half runs tonight. It was a surprise and it made sense to me. Yeah, because um, maybe they got it all out yesterday. Sometimes right. when two teams put up mm-hmm. 11 and seven runs the next day, they come in like, keep the momentum. And no, then everyone's true. like oddly flat. So it's true. We'll see tonight. Uh, now, listen, not only do we do a sports talk radio show every day for Fox Sports Radio and overpromised here with DraftKings. You know, I don't know if you know this. I'm the best little league coach in the Valley. Yeah. Six and under girls softball. I feel like you were better when you had the mustache, though. You know, I, I think I'm going to lose respect with the yeah. kids. They I feel think like you lost like, authority. I'm like the real life Ted Lasso with these little I kids. I know. So I coach my daughter's six and under girls softball team. I know a lot of guys and a lot of women that watch this you know, they got kids in rec sports and they're playing little league and basketball, pop water, football, soccer. Kids sports dominate. You talk to any parents, they're 
weekends, they're like, shit, I got a soccer game, then I got another kid's little league game, then I got dance camp, then I got this. A parent's life never stops with kids' sports. And you know just from your own experience how much character it builds and how much confidence you gain from Dude. playing. We always say Little League is life because even if you stunk at Little League, you found, as a result, what you were good at. Yeah. If you, if you sucked at Little League but you were sort of funny, yeah. you'd be like, oh, you know what? I might not be delivering on the field, but I'm a good uh, dugout kid. I'm, I'm making everyone laugh. I'm fun. And Or you said... Well, shit, I suck at baseball. Let me go try music or something. Exactly. So exactly. there was always a reason why Little League was so important. And I see it with the little kids. There are girls on my team that I know will never play after a year or so. Yeah, but they're making then, friends. Oh, yeah. And they're learning something about themselves. You know, they're outside playing. They're getting it. There's a lot of benefits. That's the point. But yeah. at what point is it about learning the fundamentals, learning the yeah. basics? And at what point does it become about winning? It's funny you would say this because I see on social media when I do mention, oh, dude, I'm coaching my daughter's team. People will say, and, and I will attribute this sort of a little too boomerish for us. You got you. We're in the middle. If you're 40 ish, you understand the 60, 70 year old guy mentality, but you also understand the younger generation. And when I hear people say, yeah, F participation trophies and, yo, not everyone's a winner and keep score and there's winners and losers. Yo, dude, I get that. I'm the most competitive dude, whether it be on the radio. I play softball twice a week because I'm so competitive. I'm the type of guy that won't let you. Oh, look at that. Spot's got my, I'm a freaking champion. Good luck beating that guy in, uh, in softball. Oh, you mean that's not a participation trophy? Yeah, fear does oh, not exist in that softball You mean that field. trophy where I hit, I was about to drop an F-bomb. Freaking two bombs over the fence in the championship game. Yeah, that guy that's diving at shortstop like, like I'm 20 again. I'm glad you said over the fence because inside the park doesn't count. don't count. So anyway, long story short, people will say, what's too young to start keeping score? And I think Kavino and Rich are here to give you the answer because I, I have an answer that's fact. Let me make one point. We have to acknowledge that everybody develops differently. Yeah. I remember being nine specifically, right? Yeah. Playing Little League. And I was really focused on winning at nine. Now, we're going to break it down, but my point is, I'm there. I want to win. I'm ready to win. And, you know, I see my teammate. He thinks he's a race car. He's, you know, driving around in Dude, the outfield. I, I get it. My, so my daughter develop in different ways. My daughter's got the competitive gene that dad has. Because she'll ask me, like, dad, like, who's winning? Give me the score. There she is, my baby girl, Emmy. She wearing your helmet in there? Uh, that, yeah. yeah, that's a big helmet. <laughs> that's a big, that she got the David Wright special. She got Eli Manning's helmet on. So when people say, there's got to be winners and losers and keep score. When I see these five and six-year-old little girls that they don't know the rules really yet. They don't know the fundamentals. They don't know what a force play is. I'm, I'm teaching them they that don't as know we speak. Where and when to run. Run fast. Right. I recently had to think, well, all these girls are playing for the first time. It never dawned to me. I had to tell these little kids, the whole point is you run to first base and they try to beat you there by throwing the ball. Your job is to get there before the ball. And I'm like, oh shit, they never realize that unless you tell them that. Can I tell you the best thing? And it's in every little league field in oh, the world. And, and by the way, something as simple also is kids playing third base. The ball rolls five feet to their left. I'm like, hey, Jackie, you can move. 
Like some of them think they have to stand where they are and they can't move. For whatever reason, you could see a kid zipping around, you know, chasing fireflies or something, zipping around because uh, the ice cream man's here. Your kid zipping runs faster around. around the living room. Yes. Your kid runs faster chasing their sibling than they do to first base. No matter what you say, because they're so little, you're like, you got to run as fast. Do you know the word hustle? Do you know? No, you no gotta, they don't. They don't. You got to run. And then without fail, they always do a little skip. Like it's like they're held in the pest, pi- picnic, picnic basket to first Did base. Did you say picnic basket? Picnic basket. What do you call it? No, I thought you added a third syllable like you were Yogi Bear. Picnic basket. Picnic basket. <laughs> and then they have to do this little skip and hop onto, onto first the base. base. It's like, no, run through the so, bag. So here's the shit I want to make clear. Competitive guy. Yes. Kavino. Uh, I mean, eye-rolling Little League home run champion right yeah, there. Yeah, very competitive. I think that when But at what point when, is it about winning? I, I think I'm going to mark it down, and the answer is eight. Eight years old is when you start telling kids, hey- Winners, losers, we're keeping score. This is it because I see some of these five and six-year-olds, they don't, someone said, keep score. I'm like, keep score of what? Spot, I, I provided you with uh, the Zabruder film. <laughs> this is this is some B-roll of my daughter's last Little League game. Here's me pitching. I have to, every kid, I have to adjust their stance. Hey, get the bat back. Look at this swing. Do you think that we should keep score? <laughs> and that's a pretty good. And she's an adorable little kid. I'm like, look, look, what you got to keep score of at this stage of the game. How old are they again? Five. And okay. Six. At this stage, you're keeping score of their progress. It doesn't matter. They're learning the fundamentals, the absolute basics of the look, game. Every, then they got the T. I got to go up and, and look, now the ball's hit. But you know what it is, Rich? Based on years of study. Okay. A, a oh, look. Oh, no, no, she didn't hop on first base, no. but she didn't run through it either. Um, so, a lot of times, based on our studies and assessments here, the yeah. people that have the strong stance on participation trophies and they got to win at an early age and this and that are people without kids that aren't witnessing how little they know about the yeah. game. And, and I get it because the competitive side of me before I had kids, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. Like, keep score, winning, losing. But then once you have little kids and you're like, like basketball, for instance, I, I showed you softball. Let's say it's basketball. If you got five and six-year-olds playing their first year of basketball, what do you call them? Traveling every time the kid dribbles the ball with two hands or picks it up? I think eight is but the you know perfect what? age. That's the win. That's yeah. the win. Yeah. Oh, you made a basket today. Oh, you made a great pass. That's the win. If we get three putouts a game, a game, I'm happy. If we make three outs, if a girl fields the ball and throws it on like two bounces to first and the girl steps on the base, victory. Now, is this Cavino and Rich getting soft? No, it's not. Absolutely not. What we're saying is there's a point and a specific point in one's age, again, painting in broad strokes because everybody develops differently, where it does become about winning and winning does matter. And we're saying it's eight years old. When he and I agree, it's It's fact. And if you disagree, it's because you haven't lived it or you're not living it currently. Because when you see how little they know, it doesn't really matter until about eight. Okay. Now, now the one caveat, the one rub, I'll give one free pass, and that's football, soccer. Because it's simple to be like, all right, kids, you guys try to kick the ball that way. You try to kick it in that goal. And if they're like, hey, we kept score. The the blue team got four goals. That's the only sport in which I think a score could even be kept. 
I'm sticking with the, the answer of eight. eight. I think it's a nice, solid number. Uh, cool. I like the number eight. I, I think it works well here. Steve and Young, Gary Carter. If you want to dive deeper into the discussion, I think a lot of times anyone that's going to debate this, it's just a matter of... Not being there. Not being there. Like, unless you know you really don't know. Unless you're living it, you just really can't imagine. I, you really don't care as much. You're not as invested. And there's so many examples of this. Um you know, when, when someone's going through a breakup and they're giving you crappy advice, it's because they never lived it yeah. or didn't know it. Dude, if, you never, if you've never been through a divorce, you really can't understand what a guy goes through when he has to move out of his house and his ex-wife gets to stay there with your kids. Right, or, or as a guy that's been through that, when people try to tell me how to co-parent, but they've never done it before. Yeah. They've never lived it. I'm like, oh, it's very tricky, or, very sticky and difficult. Or honestly, when, when maybe you lose a job, if you've never lost a job, can't really talk to someone that got fired and be like, oh, who did hang in there? Addictions, illnesses. How many illnesses did you not care about until it pertained to you? Yeah, now that's you're true. doing a walk or a march about it, right? And the point we're trying to make here is, you know, it's easy to say participation trophies are lame and they're for weenies and things like that. Yeah. And winning matters when you're five or six. It's probably because you're not seeing it firsthand. And when you see a five or six-year-old playing sports, they don't know what's going they don't on. Know, Jack, they're still picking their nose. I mean, we're still picking our nose. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, they don't know they, Jack. They, they don't know. Do. They don't know how to wipe their booties. And yeah. you're going to tell them that winning matters? Oh, you don't know how to wipe your ass, but we'll keep score. Right. Um, so there you go. Eight. Solved. Eight. Eight's the answer. The end. And uh, we'll see you guys back here next time. Spot. You have any thoughts? You have a? Oh, you're picking your nose. Or? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Make sure yeah, you're okay. No, I think I think you made a very valid point. I think, uh, especially as a parent and seeing it, that you know the wherewithal is starting to, to create. They they've been in the league for a couple of years. Right. They're starting to play. They're starting to feel it. I remember I was the a soccer star of 1985 when I was like five years old. I don't remember keeping score at all. I don't remember winning any trophies. I don't remember uh, anything. I just have a cute photo of me in a uniform with with the soccer. You have ball. that on standby? Uh, I'm gonna pull it up for you right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, great! A soccer star spot. Before there was Ronaldo and Messi and you know Beckham and all, I don't know if people realize that Spot's trajectory before uh, he rolled an ankle in '87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it could have been. It could have been. I know. It's a, it's a terrible terrible story. Maybe for another day. Could have been. Could have been like uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, but honestly, there you go. Hey, have fun coaching all your kids' sports and uh, enjoy. We'll see you guys back here on Friday. Spock, can we leave with a photo of you? Like, no, I can't find Soccer it boy? I think I blocked the memory out. Uh, I have it for you. Oh, God. Well, winning matters, everybody. Oh, there and there's a winner right there. There's a winner. I was right. Memories of 87. All right, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Until oh, then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the overpromised land. Goodbye. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. 
Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.